This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I think Texan fans feel like we are in a a window where the ultimate is possible here, right, Seth? I think like, I think we're on the brink of a golden age. I think <laughs> eventually it's going to happen. I, you know what? I think we were right there, man. We were right there. I don't want to rehash. We the were past. no, yeah, we were at the brink. I was I was correct whenever I said that we were on the brink of a golden age in yeah. Houston sports because we very much were on the brink. We were. I had said there was we were a franchise quarterback away from being in a golden age of Houston sports. Well, that's where I was wrong because the, the Texans got Deshaun Watson after that. And it was, uh, you know, you won a World Series championship, made it to uh, multiple conference finals with the, <laughs> with the Rockets. Yeah. And then uh, it, was the, it was the franchise quarterback part that looked like they might have been on the right path. But yeah, yeah without, without at least making it to a conference championship, I don't think you can include that as part of like a golden age. I think, I think and this, this is not the purpose of this segment, but as long as we're talking about it here real quick, I think there's a lot of cities that would have traded our 2017 through 2019 for theirs, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it was really like good. Cleveland. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, like several. Like you know, Detroit or what, you know, like it's – you got a World Series championship. You had a, t- a football team that had an exciting young quarterback and won a bunch of games. And you had a basketball team that was that was one of the four or five best that just ran into a, a buzzsaw every year with Golden State. So, of course, I, well, with Cleveland, when they win the championship, 2016? 16. 16. 16. Yep. So they would still have had the afterglow of that, I suppose. Maybe. So, yeah. I'd, still be, I'd still rather be Houston. Um, so the reason we bring this up, I think the Texans, especially if they get this offseason right, big key, they are they are on the cusp of putting themselves in the Super Bowl window conversation as a team that is very very primed to win with a young quarterback on a rookie contract. Uh, beyond that quarterback, a draft class that was rated number one on yeah. several power rankings that we've seen. It wasn't just CJ; they drafted a bunch of other good guys, and they have over the last few years. A head coach that is the envy of many teams around or many fan bases around the league. They are. They could very well be, depending on how the draft and free agency goes for them. They could be right where Detroit was at the start of this past. Season. Amen. Yes. You know, and, and then if a Jameer Gibbs or somebody like that emerges, then all of a yeah. sudden you, you you're in business. Sam you know? Laporta. Yeah. A bunch yeah. There's of guys. a couple like yeah. That's right. Yeah. Two like some of those young guys can just flip it completely, and then with one well-spent free agency acquisition or so. Yeah, it, it's very, very possible. They're right there. So if you were to ask me just blindly, like, do you feel like the Texans have one of the eight biggest Super Bowl windows right now? You know, window of time where let's just call it five years. Do you feel their, chan- their chances of winning a Super Bowl in the next five years compared to the rest of the league? I put it right up there against most of the league and put a few teams ahead of them probably. Bucky Brooks, who, former NFL player, 
writes for NFL.com, has the eight biggest Super Bowl windows right now. And I think there's a few of them on here where I go, okay. I mean, I could see where you'd feel a little more confident in this team, maybe significantly more confident than the Texans because one of them is the Chiefs, whose window will be open as long as Patrick Mahomes has two legs and a working right arm probably, right? Um, But some of these teams, man, and I'm going to start from the bottom and work up, Seth. Um, The Texans (laughs) did not make the cut. Let me just say that. The Texans are not on here as one of the eight. So when I saw they were not on here, I'm like, okay. Um, The New York Jets at number eight. I mean, I know they've got a lot of key pieces on defense. It's a good defense. They've got Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall on offense. They had all those guys on the team this past year. Quinnen Williams, Sauce Gardner, Quincy Williams. They had bad quarterback play and went 7-10. and 10. You're getting Aaron Rodgers back, presumably, but A, you don't know how long he's back for. You know, Well, for yeah. A, you don't know how good he's going to be, for one thing. And B, there's no way that Aaron Rodgers, if the quarterback is the key to a window, your window is two years max, right, with yeah, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, if you're using the word window, that doesn't mean just right now, hey, your chance to win. That's a window of multiple years. Yes. And I don't – yeah, I don't see how – I like. there's multiple teams that – should look at that and think, well, no, there's no way in hell you're putting me in front of the Jets or putting the Jets in front of us when if we're talking windows here. Because I think that even if Aaron Rodgers comes and balls out and he's an MVP this year and the Jets are great, I don't know like how once you have an Achilles tendon at that at that age, uh, an Achilles tendon tear, it feels like okay, that's not just a flukish Achilles tendon tear. Like D'Amico Ryan's tore his Achilles tendon, but he was in his upper twenties. That's kind of a flukish whatever. He ended up playing a f- uh, several more years after mm-hmm. that. When you start tearing at tendons in your upper thirties, that's the stuff that happens when you're in your upper thirties. Yep. So I maybe it's a biceps tendon, maybe it's something else after that. But I yeah, you can't you can't include the Jets in anything beyond just this next year. Yeah, I think I would ask Jet fans, would you rather swap? Your franchise for our franchise. We'll take everybody in Texans gear and put them in Jets gear and vice yeah. versa. And I think they would say, yes, we got to win a Super Bowl in the next five years. Yeah, we'll take C.J. Stroud. Tough. In the t- it's tough because it's it, like if, it, if it's just winning one Super Bowl this year, then I, like the Jets defense is just it's better right now. There's more studs. There's more potential there um, before the draft and before free agency. We'll see what Understood. happens. But, yeah, it's a but yeah, but if it's a window of five years, yeah. then of, of competitiveness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what Bucky says. Biggest windows. You know, I guess I'm going to say, if you think about, you got to throw ration out the window when you say, okay, what would Jets fans want? Cause if I'm a Jets fan up there, I'm thinking, hell yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I know it in my bones. <laughs> yeah, of course maybe. he's coming back. You've talked and yourself he'll, into he'll plenty of stuff. He'll be good for the next three years. Yeah, damn it. Maybe. You idiot. Maybe. No, I don't want that stank team. Okay. Yeah. Now one that might be a little bit more apples to apples here is number seven on this list. Counting up the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers who snuck into the postseason last year. Yeah. And had a huge win over the Cowboys in the divisional round. Gave the 49ers everything they could handle. I'm sorry, win over the Cowboys in the wild card round. Gave the Niners everything they could handle in the divisional round. Late turnover did them in. Young quarterback who played really well the second half of the season, Jordan Love. Young quarterback who they're going to have to pay because even though he was in his first year as a starter, he was in his fourth year in the league. Bunch of no-namers on offense. Uh, Wide receiver, like a young wide receiving core that played well this past year. New defensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel better if you're a Packer fan? Do you feel better about your chances of winning a Super Bowl the next five years than the Texans so, should? 
The whole thing I worry about with the Packers and I wonder is that you remember remember one of the things that Aaron Rodgers would get angry about, Sean, was okay, they not only did they not give him any offensive skill weapons, like the they didn't draft any skill players from the time Aaron Rodgers was a starter until they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Like (laughs) that was the first time they had drafted a skill player in the first round. And yet the Packers very rarely had a competitive defense. Last year, the Packers ended with a 27th ranked DVOA defense. Like they're still, I, and it's with the same management crew that Aaron Rodgers was angry about and hated. That's a whole hard thing about the whole Aaron Rodgers dynamic is that he had valid reason to be frustrated with the the management of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So I actually feel better about the Texans in that regard. I think that C.J. Stroud, look, if there's one thing that they're still worried about with Jordan Love, it's some of these curious decisions he makes in crunch time. And some of these, like, he'll try to throw off the back of his foot across his body and throw an interception in a big leverage situation. I think C.J. Stroud has showed the exact opposite. Like, he's... He's very, very smart with his decision-making in crunch time. The only blemish we saw this year was the interception he threw uh, against the Bengals, and then they came back and won that game anyway. Yep. So yeah. uh, I would say that uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't worry about them just as I don't worry about them. Yeah, I, I think the Texans have a nicer window and a bigger window than the Green Bay yeah. Packers do. I feel, I feel strongly about that. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Number six on this list is the Cleveland Browns. And this might be the one I feel strongest about. I think Bucky Brooks is completely ignoring the fact that the Browns are a veteran team with major cap issues potentially moving forward. We don't know if Deshaun Watson is good at football still. He's coming off a shoulder injury. We don't know what that's going to look like if you're the Browns. And oh, by the way, the Texans beat the Browns by 30 in a playoff game. They just beat them in the postseason, which last I checked is the avenue to get to the Super Bowl, the postseason. It's a disgusting play, uh, a disgusting uh, display of incompetence and a letdown to Browns fans whom I have sympathy for mm. and who I believe deserve better. Unfortunately, they will not have that opportunity to see better for at least a Correct. few more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel better. I'd rather be a Texan fan than a Brown fan right now, for sure. It's uh, It's been fully, how many years now? Three full years since you saw a really competent Deshaun Watson? End of 2020, right? The last yeah. game of the 2020 season, so January of 2021. Yeah, where he, where he actually put together a good string of passing performances. That's crazy, yeah. man. That's crazy. And you're counting on this guy has a, this guy hasn't played good football. I mean, I, he had a few games I know as a Brown that have been you know some better than others, but largely he's not been good. And his cap hit is sixty four million dollars next year. And anything four million, anything to move off of that makes the future years up into the seventy million dollars. Like there's no nah, moving off of nah. it. And then if you're somebody who's saying, yeah, but they can work things around with the cap and everything. Sure, if they want to extend him. That's what I mean. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the problem. To do anything with that contract and to really make it any less painful, you've got to feel good about him enough that you want to extend him yeah. for a few years. Wow. Yeah. Now, the Niners are number five on this list. Biggest windows for a Super Bowl. Whereas I disagree with the Browns, the Packers, and the Jets having a bigger window to the Super Bowl. It's really hard for me to, at this point, 
argue against the 49ers, even though they're an older team with expensive guys, and eventually, you know, they in at least a year or two, they're going to have to pay Brock Purdy if that's their guy, or they're going to have to find another quarterback that they either draft or they pay in free agency. Yeah. But this is one of those, this is probably more of a pedigree play than anything else. I have a problem putting the Texans ahead of the 49ers on any list like this right now, just based on the fact that the Texans are kind of trying to be the 49ers, you know? Yeah, they, they um, in the 49ers, like, for one, they've just been really good at creatively managing big-time acquisitions and contracts, but then with also, you know, either trading guys away, um, like Buckner, or and and figuring out a way to find quarterbacks like ironically enough they end up with Mr. Irrelevant after having spent big on a couple guys to try to bring him in as quarterbacks um I think that uh like as long as their defense is as solid as they have been I mean that's a big question mark because okay they 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 let go of Wilkes they're gonna have somebody else run it now uh they'll be fine it's just a I guess when they have to pay Brock Purdy, that's going to be the the decision whether or not to pay Brock Purdy is a big question mark. Yep. But. Uh, Cowboys are fourth on this list. The Dallas Cowboys, they are fourth. And I just have one ge- like general label I'm going to place on this. I can't feel good about any window that involves Mike McCarthy. I It's just too much of a track record now. I he's Ever since his Super Bowl victory, he's just had all of these just curious letdowns and losses it's not just like they lose they get blown out um or they make bad decisions they blow leads like all of these different ways that he loses in the playoff it's you know what it is Sean Mm. it's like the Chiefs game over and over and over again like where after the Chiefs after the Texans lose to the Chiefs in the playoffs you're kind of left like wow all right we're not where we thought we were and I feel like that's every year with the Cowboys oh wow boy hell of a display oh boy guess we're just not where we thought we were. Yeah. Like, okay, at what point do you get to be more than where you thought you were when you already have the quarterback that you you seemingly want, when you have one of the best regular season defenses in the league? Like, where are like, how do you get that? Is Mike Zimmer the answer? I actually think he might be, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, now you start to get near the top of the list, and the Baltimore Ravens, as big a disappointment as they've been in the postseason with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, they still just beat the Texans 34-10 to in a playoff game. And they're still the team, Seth, that there will come a time in the draft this year where there's a player that's yeah. slipping and falling in the draft, and you and I are going to look yeah. at each other and go, that guy's in five picks, that guy's going to be a Baltimore Raven, and he's yep. going to be a first-team All-Pro for five years. It's one of the biggest uh, – like I, it's, it's one of the tweets I feel best about in my life, Sean. And if you're going to care or care about something in your life, why not just let it be your posts on X.com? That's right. Um, but uh, immediately after Kyle Hamilton ran his bad 40 at the Combine, I said, yep, he's going to the Ravens. And there we go. And I watched my own team help him go to the Ravens. Yeah, I know. The Texans but... <laughs> could have C-blocked him right there at 13. Because the, the Ravens are going to look at that and say, like, there are a bunch of teams out there that are going to be like, oh, I don't know if he's all that athletic, but we know he can play football. So we're going to draft him based on his football playing you know, ability. The Ravens root for slow 40 times. They do. Yeah, they had Terrell Suggs. It worked for them, yeah, too. Man. Hey, uh, Terrell Suggs. How could you possibly rush the passer if you can't run 40 yards straight ahead fast, how how on earth are you ever going to make it on a curved seven-yard path so if stupid. you can't run straight ahead for 40 yards Yeah, fast? man. Um, the last two on here, the team you just compared the Texans potentially to, if they have a good offseason this year, the Detroit Lions. I guess my big thing with the Detroit Lions and their window, look, they put together 
a phenomenal roster. They really have. They've done a really good job. Brad Holmes, their general manager, has done an awesome job in the draft. Um, Jared, is Jared Goff, can Jared Goff get you over the hump? Is yeah. he a quarterback that can get you to the promise? I know he's been to a Super Bowl with the Rams. That's when he had a really good supporting cast, and they ended up scoring three points in that Super Bowl. And then um, and then just, you know, they, the, the Lions, if you want to call it Dan Campbell's decision-making that did them in, the aggressive decision-making that did them in, whatever the case may be. Well, yeah, when they went for it on fourth down, that throw that he made, I mean, it just wasn't – I know the receiver, like, it's it's – Tempting to say, like, well, he should have caught it and hit his hands. It didn't have to be as inaccurate as it was. Right. You know, it was a uh, like that was a uh, the biggest mistake they made was not in going for it. It was that they passed the ball instead of run, ran, yep. ran the ball on that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the the fact that their overall team and that Ben Johnson has gotten as much out of Jared Goff as he has is probably the best indicator that they've got a long window. I just I don't know what's going to happen when Ben Johnson leaves. That's a big thing. You know, yeah, and Aaron, that, Glenn, Aaron Glenn will probably Aaron Glenn gets Aaron Glenn feels like a slow build to him getting a coaching job somewhere uh, a head coaching job somewhere mm-hmm. so you might lose your offensive and defensive coordinator sometime in the next couple of years Chiefs are number one on this biggest Super Bowl windows list and I have no argument there as long as Patrick yeah. Mahomes is alive walking able to throw a football they have a the, window to win a Super Bowl they have also one of those most coveted things which is one of their coordinators is a guy that probably won't get another head coaching chance, but he's an awesome coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo. It's the same thing that uh, the Steelers had with Dick LeBeau forever. Uh, and then really now, like the, the, the Cowboys probably have that with Mike Zimmer. I don't think Mike Zimmer will get another head coaching job. So as long as Mike Zimmer chooses to coach, I think that'll end up being really good for the Cowboys. But he is like, he's like 72 or so, so he might not coach. That's that what you longer. look for. You look for older guys who have no yeah. chance of getting a head coaching job. Did you see... Uh, I don't know if you saw Florio's post this weekend, his new, I don't know if you call this an HOA Florio thing. Like he, Florio is, seems to be very concerned about age discrimination in the NFL with head coaches because Bill Belichick only got one interview and Pete Carroll didn't get any interviews. Oh, yeah. it's an age discrimination. Age discrimination thing. potential. Yeah. Yeah. The average. That's funny. Is there a cutoff for age discrimination? I know, 40. There's certainly 40. I learned this in the article. 40. Oh really? Yeah, that's what Florio I was about to say. Said there's certain like, in the article. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about it at president. Uh, <laughs> your, your, mo- your main options for the last few years, and there's kids growing up. There are young children in America right now who assume that the U.S. president must have to be a super old minimum dude. age, so- <laughs> seventy eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can- <laughs> My bipartisan take is, can we get somebody young in here at some point? That's funny. That is funny. Um, no, but as far as uh, 40 is the cutoff, huh? 40, yeah. yeah. So there's no age discrimination over I gotta, Let me go find Florio's that article before weird. I start. Let me go find Florio's <laughs> article during the break before I start dishing on age discrimination. Oh, on like, <laughs> that sounds like one of those antiquated laws from like the 1600s or something. Yeah. Like, once a woman reaches the age of 40 and has not born a child... You can push her out on an iceberg yeah. and marry a new one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Um, if your name was Jay Williams, short for Jason Williams, there's a few of you out there. Chances are you had a take or some audio that went viral this weekend. One of them probably for the wrong reasons. We will get to that coming up next. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.